welcome back to the Potentially Podcast. We are your co-hosts, Lindsay and Isabel, and we are so glad they decided to come back and give us another listen. Very thankful for all the listeners who've been coming back and supporting us throughout the past 36 episodes. It's really exciting for us. And um, today, we thought we could maybe talk a little bit about relationships our romantic relationships. Obviously, me and Lindsay are both married. So as you're going through dating, getting engaged, your marriage, that can be over the span of a lot of time and a lot of changes can happen in your spouse's life. It can be hard sometimes accepting them for the new person they're becoming and dealing with that change. It's definitely something that you want to keep in mind because you're not going to be the same person that you were at 16, at 26, at 36, at 46, etc. You're going to change throughout your life. But that is why I think it is so, so vitally important to remember that when you are picking someone to marry, you need to agree on major life values. Usually major life values aren't going to be something that change over time. Your preference in movies will change. Your career will change. Where you want to live will change. So many things are going to change throughout your life because as people, that's what we do. We change over time. We're not static. We don't stay the same. You can see that in any story you read. Any story you read, you want to see character growth, right? You want to see, you don't want to see the person that starts the book the same, ends the book the same. That's boring. You want to see them become better individuals. And that's the same thing we do in our own life. We want to become better individuals, more interesting individuals. And so you're going to change. So knowing that, how do you keep a marriage strong and a marriage going? Because when you are 22, like I was, and getting married, and you're committing to that person for the rest of your life, how do you know? How do you know that you're going to be fine committing that person to for the rest of your life when you're 22 years old? And, you know, when that person is 42, they might be extremely different. So I would say you want to start off obviously with that base level of same values. If you guys don't value the same thing, it's not going to work out. If you want kids and he doesn't want kids or vice versa, big life things like that, it's not going to work out. You're either going to get divorced or you're going to stay with somebody and you're going to be bitter at them and you're not going to love them anymore, okay? So with all of that being said, if you find the person who has same life values as you and you've set up that good foundation, the next question is how can you grow with somebody instead of apart from somebody? Yeah, that's one of the hardest things and I think it's important when you're getting married to someone to remember that your love is a commitment. Obviously, love is a feeling. You feel that when you're first dating somebody and falling in love with them, but as you go through the years, you have to be committed to that person because some days you might feel like you've fallen out of love with them or your feelings just aren't as strong because you're just changing and you have to do it together. Remember, you're committed to loving each other and find the ways to still love that person even if they're not who they were when you married them. Right, and so if love is a commitment, if love is a choice, if you're choosing to love that person, if it's an actual act, then it's okay to have days where you don't like them. There might be a day, a month, a week, a year that you don't like this person. You're going through a really rough phase or you're not vibing or you're just not on the same wavelength of what's going on. That's going to be the tough times in your marriage. That's going to be the downturns in your marriage and we're all going to have those. But if you can make that choice over and over again to continually love that person and accept that person for who they are and who they are becoming, then you're going to be able to get past that. So you guys know that Jacob and I have been dating since we were 16. You don't really think that we haven't changed since we were 16 years old. Of course we've changed since we were 16 years old. Of course we have. But 
I love him and he loves me and we are choosing to do life together. And so when you have these big life decisions that have to be made, I think you just have to be ready for the adventure pretty much. You have to be ready to go through those big life changes together. And so, you know, whether it's picking what school we were going to go to or finding a house or when I lost my job or when we decided to move or when he decided to change careers, whatever those big life moments are, we could really be there for each other because I wasn't marrying Jacob because he wanted to be an engineer. Like, that's silly. I was marrying Jacob. So if he changes from wanting to be an engineer to wanting to be a pilot, you know, it it was the easiest thing in the world for me to be like, okay, cool, let's figure out how to make this happen. It wasn't even like a second thought. I said, this is what's going to make him happy. You know, let's make sure that he can be happy in the future because that's what I want for him. I want him to be happy. If he's happy, I'm happy and vice versa. Yeah, I love that you said, obviously, you didn't want to marry him because he's becoming an engineer because I think people can so easily look at these surface things of what does this person do on the day-to-day, what's their job, things like that sometimes influence who someone wants to date, but those things aren't permanent. It can always change and you have to remember that. When me and Nick started dating, I had just dropped out of college and was getting ready to join the Air Force and Nick was deployed for the Marines. Since then, I joined the Air Force. We had to go through that change. Nick has since gotten out of the Marines, which has been a really hard life change for him. So even if you're not going from being 16 to now or something like that, there can still be a lot of changes in just a few years that you're going to have to deal with and have to accept that it's going to happen. Well, and that's why I think it's important to go based on values, not surface level reasons. So I think a lot of times people go, oh, they're a doctor, they're an engineer, they're a pilot, they're a whatever, they have a good job. I like that about them. But it's not the job that you like about them. It's the fact that they have ambition, drive, and they want to be successful. So Jacob has ambition, drive, and wants to be successful. I like that in a person. So it doesn't matter to me what his end goal is, what his career is. I don't care what his career is. It needs to be something that makes him happy. If it makes him happy, great. But I don't want to be with somebody who wants to sit at home and do nothing. Okay, so that's where the difference is. So there are some changes that you can support and some changes you can't support. So me as a person, I would not be able to support the the change that Jacob wants to sit at home and do nothing all day. That's not something I'd be able to support. It goes against his values. It goes against things we agreed upon as a couple. It goes against a lot of those things. I think sometimes people look at change as all the same. Like, it doesn't matter. It's just change, whether that's bad or good. And that's not true. For, to me, him changing careers changed nothing about him as a person. Absolutely nothing about him as a person. It changed where we were going to live. It changed other things in our life. It changed our bank account. It changed other things like that. But it had absolutely nothing to do with him as a person. He was just finding out that that being an engineer didn't suit him exactly right. And he needed to keep going and keep striving to do better because he is this person who wants to... um go out and put work in and that's what I like about him. Yeah, I think that's really important to remember is, you know, if their values are staying the same, that's okay. The change can seem like a lot for them though. At times, since Nick's been out of the Marines, he has not changed as a person. He's the same to me, but for him, it seems a little bit like a loss of identity and it's really important that throughout those changes, you realize obviously it's different for me and him, but I have to be able to support him through the change so he can become this new person he's trying to become and not hinder him at all. 
as he goes through this. Because sometimes in a relationship, it can be easy to just try to think about yourself and how it's affecting you. But you have to remember that the change for that person can be affecting them a lot more than it even is you or your relationship. Yeah, I mean, I can speak to this because when I lost my job, I fell into the depths of despair and depression and I wasn't the same person. Like, I wasn't acting how I would normally act. I was miserable. I hated everything about my life. I was probably miserable to the people around me. Last episode, we talked about forgiveness. There's probably a lot of people in my life that were forgiving me for stuff because I was probably just miserable to be around, to be honest, because I felt miserable about my life. Like Isabel said, I had loss of identity. I didn't know who I was. It was a terrible, terrible experience. And through all of that, Jacob supported me. He didn't support the change of behavior. He didn't want me to be like that forever. But he supported me in the sense of he knew that me as a person, I was going to work on getting past this point because he knew I wouldn't be satisfied with being sad for forever. I think that's a good thing to remember too is that like you're saying, you were sad in that moment, but it's not going to be forever. You don't have to decide you don't love someone or want to leave someone because they're sad right now because this crazy life change that just happened. You have to try to help them through that to get back to being that person that you fell in love with. Obviously, you're not the exact same as you were before you lost your job. It changed how you thought about things, but now you're back to your old self basically with your attitudes you're not depressed all the time you're not sad all the time and you know Jacob was there for you through all of that so that can just make the relationship stronger exactly it did it definitely made the relationship stronger and right it did change me as a person it was one of those defining moments that was going to move me forward in my quote-unquote if you're a novel reader quote-unquote character arc you know it's one of those things that was going to move me forward in my life and change me but it wasn't going to change me in the essence of I didn't value certain things anymore like I said I've always been somebody who wanted to go out and you know grab life and live it to the fullest and be successful that's always been my personality so when I lost my job I got away from that from a while and then eventually I was able to come back to that and I changed my thinking of how exactly was I going to make that happen. Big life moments are going to happen and it's going to change you. It's going to make you into a different or it's going to push you into a different direction. The goal though is that at your essence, at your core, there's some things about you that the other person really likes and that that those characteristics aren't going to change. At least that's what I think. So I think the essence of who somebody is, what they really value, um, most people aren't going to change that. You know, I'm sure there are a few people that do that have these huge transformations in life. But I think for the most part, what you really, really value, whether it's hard work or loyalty or commitment or spontaneity or creativity or learning or whatever values that you hold, it's probably going to be something that you continue to hold and it just manifests differently throughout life. And you get better at it. You don't stay static. You're better at whatever it is you value. But I don't think usually people's values change unless they have like huge life-altering moments. I agree with that. I think values generally stay the same. So that's why it's so important that you talk about those things before you marry somebody because certain things you just can't budge on. Like if Nick didn't want kids and we got married and then a year later I'm like trying to convince him let's have a kid. It's just not gonna go well and then 
you know, in the end, you might resent that person a little bit for not wanting what you want, or it's just going to cause a lot of disagreements, and you don't ever want to have to give up on the relationship once you've gotten married. So, it's important to talk about these things and understand that throughout your lives together, things are going to change. And some of these changes you go through together, so you can struggle together as you go through the change and grow together. It's not always just a one-sided thing. Right. And have high expectations for who you are picking to be with. A lot of people give other people a hard time if they have high expectations for what they want in a significant other. And I don't mean superficial things. I don't mean you're like, he has to have blonde hair or he has to have brown hair. I don't mean that. I mean, have high expectations for the values that you want in another person and do not budge on them. Do not budge on them for anyone. This is going to sound harsh, but if we were 16 and Jacob told me that his plan was to work at McDonald's for the rest of his life, I wouldn't want to marry him. And it's not because of money. It's because of the fact that he didn't have any bigger aspirations. So if he had told me, I'm going to work at McDonald's, I'm going to work my way up, I'm going to become a general manager, I'm going to one day save up enough money to own it. Like, I'm going to do these things to work up and I have goals. So it's not about the job. It's about what do you want to do with that? What are you okay with? Now, some people are completely fine with having a real easy job. They don't want to move up. There's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that at all. It's just not somebody that I wanted to marry. And I think a lot of people get offended when you talk about this because they're like, oh, you can't say that because that's how I am. Well, it's completely fine if that's how you are. We're not married. (laughs) No big deal. You do you. You find somebody who wants to marry you. Doesn't matter. We can be friends. I can be friends with anyone. You want to work at one job for the rest of your life and you don't want to move up? We can be friends all day long, okay? That doesn't... Being in a relationship and being friends with somebody is completely different. You need to have different expectations because if not, you're going to be unhappy. You're going to want to get divorced. And I know all of this sounds really harsh, but I think it's just the truth of it. In a sense, I guess it does sound harsh, but I agree with what you're saying completely. I would not settle for somebody that I didn't think wanted the same things I wanted in life, didn't have similar goals, because if they don't, it's just never, I don't know about never, but it's just rarely going to work out. You might not be as happy as you want to be at the end of that relationship. Right, and I'd rather be with somebody who wants to try over and over and over again, even if they fail over and over and over again at something in life, a new idea, a new job, a new whatever it is. I'd rather be with somebody like that than somebody who never tries. And that's just my personal preference. If you want to be with somebody who doesn't want to move up and is satisfied with what they want because you want a really simple life and you want to, you know, not worry about your careers at all and just have a lot of time with your family and enjoy those moments and that's what you want, that is perfectly acceptable. You just have to find the right person for you and I think that is the key. I don't believe in soulmates in the sense that there's one person that was destined from you from day one and if you don't find that person, you're going to be miserable. I don't believe it in that sense but I do believe that you can find a person and make them your soulmate and you two together are going to be responsible for this life you create and once you create that life, they are your soulmate. I couldn't imagine doing this with anyone except for Jacob. Absolutely no one and I think that is what pushes me to be fine with any changes he has and vice versa because I just, I don't want to do it with anyone else. 
I truly don't. The only person I want to do it with is him. Yeah, I like that. I don't really believe in soulmates in that sense either because there's just no way. There's a lot of people in the world and, you know, there's plenty of people who maybe their spouse have died and they found someone else and they're perfectly happy with that person. So I think um, if that love is there and your values are similar and you make the commitment that person is your soulmate just by choice. (laughs) Right. Yeah, I think we get to choose our soulmates and I think there's something awesome about that, you know? I don't like this whole idea of destiny in life. I think you make your own destiny. I think through your choices and what you want, you make your life what you want out of it. And I like that. I think that's a really freeing idea and it doesn't just have to do with your you know, your spouse. It's anything in your life. You have the power to control it. You have the power to change it. You have the power to create whatever it is you want in this life. So if you aren't happy, figure out why you're not happy and start working on making it better. And so I would just say, if you've gone through this whole podcast and you're like, yeah, yeah, that that makes sense, then what you need to do to make sure that you can stay with somebody while they're going through all of these changes and you're in it for the long haul is just one, start off with that good foundation, have those high expectations for yourself and for your significant other and make sure you're going to be with somebody who hits those things. Don't be with somebody because you feel bad for them. That's a terrible life plan. Okay, so start off with that. Know that love is a choice in the sense that every day you have to get up and you have to choose to love somebody and choose to be there for them. And then know that your significant other is going to change. There's absolutely no way to avoid that. It's going to happen, but hopefully they're sticking with some of those core values that you were attracted to in the first place. And so you can kind of just go along for the ride and be there for the adventure and you're not finding yourself married to someone who you don't even know. I agree with that, Lindsay. And I just think the most important thing is understanding this is going to happen. You can't prevent it be as supportive as you can as your spouse goes through the changes because if you give them that support, they're more likely to give it back to you once you're going through a hard time. So always be supportive of each other and that's all you can really do. Try your best and it should work out for the better. And if you have anything to say about this, any thoughts that we didn't share or any opinions on what we did share, you can head over to our Instagram or Facebook at Live Potentially or you can find us on our website livepotentially.com to be a part of our email list and please like and subscribe and share this podcast see you on the next episode